Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs, your home improvement and remodeling podcast, where the two most entertaining guys discuss the do's and don'ts in home construction and in the remodeling industry. Remember that you can nail it, paint it, or just tune into the show. How about that? Uh, here are your hosts, Colin Shaw and Jimmy Driscoll. Hello, Mr. Driscoll. How are you, sir? Hello. Yeah? yeah? Happy New Year. Many, many New Year's. Somebody posted... We hope that 2020 is not the trailer for 2021. <laughs> yes, I Jesus. would have to agree with that. Jeez, it would be great. Yep. We can't do that again. Yeah. How was your New Year's? Mine was nice. It was quiet. Good. Yeah. Yep. Nice bottle Should of wine. Good, nice. Uh, good, good steak. Nice filet mignon on the grill. Yeah, that's and, what I did yeah, too. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to bring grill. it in here. I did it on the skillet oh, and you in did the, the oven. Yeah, you did the searing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron and Wendy came over. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. So you... Yeah, that was good. Nice. And good. they're steak eaters, so Are I, they? Get, I yeah. had to get it right. Yeah. I did. Do you have a little Bernese sauce on it, too, or just the steak? No, I did. No, I did uh, sautéed mushrooms. Mm, yeah, And love I that. used the Montreal steak seasoning. Yeah, I like that, too. With salt and pepper and butter. And butter. Yeah, well, that's good for searing. Yeah. Yeah, searing it. So. Came out great. Nice. Yeah, good for you. Fantastic. Did you, did you make it till midnight? Um, it's so funny. I was brushing my teeth, and I heard Sinatra. And <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Did I just? Yeah, I did, didn't I? <laughs> That's a first for me. Yeah, New York. He was ending, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was, I was cleaning my back molar. <laughs> it was done. I have not made it to midnight, and I don't know how many years. Really, years and years and years. Yeah, I Boy, think I made it till like maybe ten. Used to be so much fun. Yeah. What I did like though, when I was driving around, uh, going home, because um, we had we had dinner over a friend's house. Um, people who have bonfires. Oh, family around the bonfire. Yeah, yeah. It's a perfect weather for it. Right, right. So that was great. That nice. That, that that's something. That's one thing you can do for for get-togethers because that's right. that social distance is plenty far away. Yeah, yeah. And you're fun. outside and stuff. So yeah, yeah that's fun. good. As nice. a matter of fact, you can look up do-it-yourself fireplace fire pit. Right. Yeah, you can make your own. And basically, as long as you have. Uh, you have a fire pit, and well, this is in my town, and mm-hmm. you have gravel around the fire pit, mm-hmm. a little bit of stone, and a hose right next to the pit. Um, you don't need a permit. Okay. You don't need a burn permit. Okay. That's in my town. Yep. I know other towns are different, but I never would have a fire if, you know, the fire factor yeah. was like yeah, just, nine. Just people remember, do not put leaves in there. They fly away. They fly away, but they're, but they're still burning. They're still <laughs> so burning. If it's a dry day, yep. not a good thing. Not at all. No. Just use regular wood. Yeah. That's fun. I don't have one of those. I always wanted one, though. Oh, they're good. Yeah. They're fun. I think I told you. I think we had that conversation once, because I like the chimney. You just what? chuck that thing full of wood and watch the, the flames shoot out the That's top of it. That's something you just sit down and, oh, man, I just had no luck with chimney. I had a clay one. Oh, really? Knocked yeah. that out in the weather. That freaking... That, Totally just exploded. Yeah. Went to move it, exploded. And then there was one that I had. It was a, it was a cast iron one. And you could probably put one twig and a piece of newspaper <laughs> in it. it was that was it? Horrible. <laughs> and it had a cage on it. Like, you know, like, yeah. what do you think is going to fly, fly out of this thing? <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, I, I, it. I was always looking for the, I, I need to see flames coming out the top. Yeah, that's what yeah, I would want. That's fun. Yeah. 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 That's why I couldn't get a gas pit fire, you know, fire pit in yeah. my backyard. It doesn't do it. Yeah. Nah, I like, just I like stare at it. Um, do you still have a chimney? No. no. Are those like passe now? I think so. They're like they're with the, like the fondue buckets in the 70s, right? Don't, don't bring a fondue. Why? Because I get very angry about fondue. 
You got issues. I got an issue with fondue. Yeah. (laughs) That is the worst. That is Chinese torture for me. Why? Why? Yeah. All right. So, all right. So maybe. (laughs) I hold on. Hold on. on. Maybe I just haven't had fondue with the right people. (laughs) That's the right. That that could be the problem. That's the problem. But what I will say is, at my in-laws. I've gone for fondue. Well, there you go. There's the problem right there. <laughs> but I'm telling That's you, a... they know now that I do not come back for fondue. So because I get very angry that there's like a pot here with oil. There's maybe another one down at the other end. But then there's cheese, melted cheese and stuff like that. Fine. But you go and you put your meat in the pot. And then like six other people put their meat in the pot too. It cools it right down, and then I got to sit there and stare at it, wait for it to heat back up again. That's not I'm the right. I'm starving. That, no, that's awful. I am starving. No, I, I don't need to eat piece no, by they piece. They don't know how to do a fondue. And you have to cook it piece by piece. No, Why not just cook no, the whole thing at once and then just no. use a fork and knife and eat it? Yeah, make it easy. Just you know what? Do a dessert fondue. See, that's fine. Or cheese. I like the cheese. Cheese is good. Just dip some. You just stuffing some cheese and pop it out, put it in your mouth. Right. And then take the other toothpick and grab some other food and pop it in your mouth. I just start using other people's forks. Huh? I said I just start using other people's what forks that have food already exactly. ready. Yeah. So, Whatever. <laughs> I got like six forks. I got like a nice little mouthful of oh some God. sort of meat or awful, 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 awful. Yeah. 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 Papa <laughs> Stubby is not doing fondues no, right. I'm no. telling you right now. <laughs> got it. All right. I feel better. All right. Good. Yes. All right. Now yes, that I, I know. feel better. Okay. All right. Good. So today. <laughs> yes. I had the wonderful experience. I have to say it is wonderful because I'm dealing with someone. A homeowner just bought the house. I'm painting it, and um, it was actually the designer that got me the job because she knows my work, and she thought I would fit well on the, with this woman. Nice. And she's designing. Mm-hmm. Um, but case in point, um, the homeowner is great. Um, she's at the total. She's totally into the designer because mm-hmm. she's she's doing the right thing. She's doing. Um, I'm extremely patient. Mm-hmm. But some contractors could would not be right. Um, yeah. And case in point, she's doing. We're doing a fireplace, mm-hmm. plaster walls. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to design the fireplace. So they sent me three pictures, and I have a carpenter working with me who is great, but wants to do it right and make sure this is what the homeowner wants. Mm-hmm. So of course we tore everything apart, and now they realize that they want to do a slate. Front piece where okay. I was doing a, uh, I just did thorough seal. I did thin set, mm-hmm. and then I was gonna do some floating, and we we're just gonna make it nice and smooth and just paint it black. No, oh, nice. Now she's talking about slate, but they're spending more and more money faster than they realize. I think, mm-hmm. and I'm like, listen, we can do this, make this nice, much cheaper. Mm. What's, what's slate going for now? I have no idea. And it's black. Oh. You know, and yeah. the thickness, it all depends on the thickness. Sure. And how you're going. Yep. And we yep. saved the other pieces that were there, black slate. So, huh. anyway. That's a design thing that they're working on. Yeah. So, I guess the case, my case in point is, if you're a do-it-yourself or if you just bought a home and you hire a designer, there are things that are subject to change all the time until you reach that point. And, again, I sat with the homeowner the other day, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm doing my thing, and I said, you need to enjoy this journey. Because they just, I mean, I was supposed to paint upstairs, downstairs. Now I'm painting the basement. Now I'm oh, demoing wow. the other room. And then we're going to putting a whole new bathroom in downstairs. And it's just, Jeez. it's growing and it's growing and it's yeah. growing. But ah, I'm not doing any of that until I finish what I got to finish. Okay, smart. And, you know, she's assured me that everything is okay. And she goes, I can't believe it. She's in two days. I just spent $14,000. <laughs> 
She's all right. Yeah. yeah. And that's just like on that major stuff. Right. You know, and she already knows what my price is, but she doesn't know. I She wants to do this bathroom downstairs. I go, that's at least 10 grand. What you want to do? We got to move yeah. pipes. You got a jackhammer. We got to raise the floor up. We got to do all this it's crazy stuff. Yeah. It's probably even more than that. Yeah. Well, I gave her a rough number. Yeah, yeah. And she pulled the trigger on it. She said, yeah. I said, okay. Uh-huh. But um, get a little change order written up. Yeah, I mean, everything is uh, everything is via email right now. Everything Smart. has been yep. all done, yep. so it's it's all there. Yep. And it's uh, it's a it's a great communication between. There's three people involved. Mm-hmm. So nothing's gonna get funny. It won't yep. get funny, you know. Um, but that is it. That is interesting. I have to say, when you're working with a designer, mm-hmm. and you know you're out there to make to do the best. It can take a left turn or a right turn. Absolutely. For the better. Really, for a the better. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they think of something different or, you know, see how it's coming along and then, the, you know, sparks another thought of how to, how to go a different direction. And, you know, as long as the as long as the designer's keeping the homeowner up to speed and the carpenter or the contractor up to speed as well, then, you know, hopefully everything just moves along nicely and money doesn't become an issue. Well, I'm, I'm prepping and priming it. It's like, and I got another three days of prepping and priming wow. downstairs wow and i'm not even and that's it i walk away until they're, they're changing the lighting wow lighting's going out mm-hmm. you know lighting's going in they're going to tear those ceilings out so i'm going to wow. be sheet rocking the ceilings again yeah so but i got plenty of work to do upstairs there's nothing major that's going to be torn out up that's there that's good yeah so uh bring a couple of buddies in get that going get it nice. done get out yeah, of yeah yeah you know so that's that was your That's name. an yeah. That was it. It was an. I couldn't get anything done because <laughs> I had to deal with the designers and stuff. Yeah. Oh, nothing like priming red beadboard. Oof. With red. Blood. Yeah, red. Wow. Fire, fire engine. Ugh. F U red. Wow. Nice. Uh, uh, and it's in. That was in at one point. Huh? That was in at one point. No. Well, if you lived in hell and you were friends <laughs> with the devil. Oh, I freaking hate that. <laughs> nice. The devil. Yeah. Everything is red. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah, I just had a pri- yeah, I, I use a good blocking primer. Okay. I have to tell you, Master Hide that Sherwin Williams sells, it's yep. a, it, they call it a wall paint, mm-hmm. but it's a great ceiling paint. It, it is the best ceiling paint out there as far as I'm concerned because of its its base. It has a clay base to it. I don't know if I've, I've talked about that before, but it, it just, it's so much, it, it's smooth, and you can use a half-inch roller nap. And can you get away p- with one coat too? Or Pretty close. Yeah. Depending on the the health of your ceiling, um, if you buy a fireplace and you've mm-hmm. got you know open fireplace, you may have an issue. You might have to put some blocking up there first. But yeah, you can pretty much. I've I have done one coat on with Master Hide and I've got away with it. It looks mm-hmm. great. You know, other times I've just been safe. Yeah, done it. Um, I like spraying it better than rolling it. Okay. Yeah. But it still when, when you can. It's it's almost like self leveling, believe mm-hmm. it or not. If you could say that on a ceiling, yeah, because of the clay base on it, and it really can, it re- it's it's it says on the can, it's a it's a wall paint, mm-hmm. but a lot of carpenters use it as ceiling paint. Hmm. It's a flat white. Yep, it's a flat white. It's perfect. Nice. And it's great on the walls after you prep. Besides getting a primer and it's, I like it. I yeah, like, I, it, it's the mill. What you call the mill, it's thicker mm-hmm. than a regular wall board, regular oh, okay. dry, drywall primer. Yep. Because that's thinner. Yep. You know, it's more watery. Right. The Master Hides are thicker. Hmm. So, and it sprays well? 
Yeah, it does. Hmm. I always add when I'm using my I use I just got a regular Magnum sprayer, you yep. know, two hundred fifty dollar one that I bought. Um, not a Wagner. Mm-hmm. I'm just I never was successful with a Wagner. I just buy something a little bit higher up. And um, all my paint when I'm spraying, I'll always add a um, half a cup of water to it, okay, just to dilute it. Yep. Um, <coughs> excuse me, a half a cup per can. Mm. <coughs> excuse me. So if I'm using a five gallon can, it might might be two cups of water. Yep. Depending on the conditions of the house and everything else, I I make I make that decision. Interesting. I bought a. Oh my god! I bought a hand sprayer. Okay. Uh, battery powered spray gun. Yeah, uh, I think it's, I think that's a Magnum also. Hmm. I meant to. Oh, I can't remember. I can't believe that because I, I want to talk about that on the show. I freaking love this thing. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, you have more control. Okay. It has a good PSI when you spray it. Mm-hmm. But when I used my other Magnum, my other big sprayer that has more PSI, shit flies. Yep. I mean, I'm yep. like the drop cloth can fly up and then hit the floor. Mm-hmm. This has enough. You can get it nice and close. You can spray doors, cabinets with it. Even so it's though, for like smaller projects, though, or yeah, but yeah. I just I sprayed a whole wall. Really? Yeah. Um, it, it comes with you know you f- you're filling up. You fill up this container that goes on the bottom of the battery mm-hmm. battery thing, uh, battery powered gun, and you're taking. You will use. You will refill that thing. You can refill it about maybe three and a half times, mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll empty the can. The can will be empty. Okay. Uh, so that's a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really happy with its coating, the way it mm. coats. Um, I will do um, a first coat. I will spray a first coat and probably back roll it. Yep. And see what that looks like. Yep. Uh, but so far, and it's easy to clean hmm. and it's easy to prime. Um, so I'm extremely happy with yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. And where'd Very you get happy. that? At one of the box stores? No, or? I got it at Sean Williams. At Sean Williams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because I was. It was after the job we did with the kitchen cabinets, and I thought I was going to use it on spraying some doors or something. I needed it for something, and, I, and I, they had one, and they had a, I had a super deal on it. It takes, you know, I was like, I'll take it. I'll try it. Yeah. And I loved it. You know, hmm. I loved it. I'm still getting used to the, the canister okay. spray with the compressor. Yep. You know, there's all these different tips you have and mm-hmm. everything else. And yep. And they're not cheap either, those tips. Uh it wasn't that much. Really? It wasn't that expensive. But, I mean, there's an art form to that. And mm-hmm. there's, like, I, I don't know cabinetry, spraying cabinetries that well. Right. I'm, like, I'm more of a latex guy. Mm-hmm. But I heard my one of my other customers had somebody come in and do their kitchen cabinets. And um, they used some kind of alcohol in between coats. Mm-hmm. And they gave it nice that nice veneer finish. Yep. Yeah. So that's something I'd like to learn mm. later on as I get really old and cranky. <laughs> To do that Wait, tomorrow or shut up. <laughs> now I'm cranky. <laughs> you get you get hangry. Right. So I got we got Caleb over here. Did you find anything? Nothing like it doesn't say who invented it. It has a bunch of lists of people who made inventions that made the tool better. But no, it doesn't give one. The first guy. So it's saying the Phillips guy kept coming up with names, but yeah. So our producer hates the word Ebenezer. <laughs> That is like the worst thing you could say. Uh-huh. That is like that is like racist to her. Right. And we just made fun of it because I mean we're gonna get shirts made up with it. But we thought Ebenezer was the guy who made the flathead screw. Right. And but now we're thinking otherwise. 
Ebenezer came up. He was like some guy in Egypt, and he died. He was born six oh five BC, six fifty BC, six fifty BC. Yeah, he didn't invent the <laughs> screwdriver or the no, screw. No, <laughs> he had other things going on. Yeah, he had locusts and everything else to worry about. Yeah. So <laughs> I think we're we got to fact check this. Yeah, we need to find out who who was it. And it's so funny too because people come up to me and they go, "Dude, Ebenezer." Yeah, they love Ebenezer. They yeah. think it is awesome. Yeah, we sit around. Sometimes the family comes over. And goes, hey, you're Ebenezer. <laughs> Sorry, Marissa. I know, but we gotta we gotta solve this mystery though. Well, we will. We'll work on it. What? Right. Yeah, six oh five BC. Yeah, that's not the guy. That's out. No. No. No, I'll, we'll find it. He was not, the king of Babylonia. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, then they beheaded him because he invented the <laughs> screw. <laughs> and then we never heard about the screw for another yeah, right. 800 years. Right. Someone <laughs> dug it up out of a, out of a freaking pyramid. Yeah. Who was this? Yeah. What a great idea. It was in a mummy's head. Yeah. <laughs> Ebenezer. Uh, and it still does drive me crazy how many drill bit heads there are. Yeah, I was doing tile work in my kid's bathroom over the weekend and going with cement board. You got the star bits and then you go to, you know, screws for this and that's Phillips. And then, you know, you're back to flatheads for different things. It's like, God, just need one. So let me ask you a question, Mr. Deckman. Oh, yeah. Why, Mm -hmm. in God's name, Mm -hmm. the only fastener that they have for like Trex is Cortex screws. Why? They do have the hidden fasteners, the ones that go right. in between the boards. But it's a Cortex the, screw you use. It is still a Cortex brand, yes. Dude. I know. We're, we're doing a your deck right now. F- your freaking heart is in your throat when you're putting these things in. Because mm-hmm. you strip it. Oh, it's a nightmare if you strip it. I know. It. And trying to yeah. get it out. And you, They don't come out. You can't You can't use an oscillator and cut it, cut it out, right? Because they're so strong. Correct. Bullshit. I'm sorry, but... Yeah. They're tough. They're tough to work with. Somebody should engineer build something much better than those. So why do they have to the, use such a a small head, a small square tip head, to drill those in with an impact nail? You could use an impact, impact gun, drill. right? Yep, yep. And you don't have to pre-drill with those things, right? Now you're supposed to. Now you're supposed yeah, to. Three sixteenths drill bit. Right. So you pre-drill it and then you put it in. So it takes a lot longer. It's a lot of work, and it'll still strip. Yeah, I just, know. Yep, there's no way around it. Nay, nay. <laughs> but the good news is you just got to get it either, you know, down far enough so you can at least get a partial you know, plug in there. Sometimes you have to cut the plugs in half well, and put them in there. the hiding hinge, you don't need it, right? Right, if you do the hiding hinge, you don't need it. Yeah, we're doing a floating deck right now on a flat roof, a rubber roof, and we're using those Cortex screws. The guys are being very careful. Mm-hmm. It's a huge deck. On top of a rubber roof. On top of a rubber roof. You got the floating, you know, the whole the, so the frame laying, all put together. So you're laying, and that stuff is heavy, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The inspector knows that because of the load? Mm-hmm. The, what's the, well, there's, it's like there's no pitch on this thing. There's a very slight like pitch. Like a two pitch, if anything. At the most. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to put chairs up there and stuff? Probably. Yeah. They used to have one there before. Oh, they did? Yeah. It was gone by the time we started the work. But so you're gonna have what color? Don't, don't tell me that Trex is like brown. No, it's gray. All right, come on, that's the most popular one around here. Well, it's the easiest one to get. Yeah, 
Because you put a brown on the roof. Yeah. The heat hits that. Yep. Yeah. What do we have? For, what do we have for lunch? Uh, fried feet <laughs> with fish. Yeah. That shit so, is so hot. But unfortunately, the gray is still the one that turns color. You know, it fades. Yeah. There's something in the dye of the gray, you know, composite boards that it does fade in the sun. None of the other colors do. It's just that one. See, so if I put a wooden deck down and I stain it mm-hmm. and it fades out, mm-hmm. you stain it again. I know. That's what I have man, in the front of my house. It's an old man's job. Yep. Old men love that. However, I do highly recommend either going with cable rails or composite rails so that you don't have to stain individual balusters in, right. your, in your railings. Right. So definitely so spend, spend the, the money for that. So spend the money on that. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. Yeah. That's what I have in the front of my house and so much better. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pressure wash it every couple of years. You have to shake the green off of it, but other than that, you don't even have to pressure free- wash it anymore. They got deck wash. Armor all makes a de- deck wash for for railings. That's a good question. Hmm. I'm talking about the decking. You're talking about the decking, yeah, yeah. yeah that we do every like two to three years. Yeah, you just just spray it on with a hose. Yeah, it attaches to your hose. You spray uh, it. On okay, it's yeah, yeah, nice. Stuff works like a charm. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, because you got to be careful of doing a pressure washer on the deck. Yeah. Well, Mizuno. Did I ever tell you about the I pay deck? Mm. So this woman at I pay deck, mm-hmm. and she said she wanted me to power wash it, pressure wash it. Mm-hmm. And it was just green and ugly, and it was green and ugly, whatever. So, and then she wanted me to do her downstairs brick patio, regular red brick patio patio mm-hmm. with had moss and mold in the middle of it and that was the messiest job that was worse than the time you sent me out to freaking <laughs> power wash the rocks <laughs> yep. off a of black point yep. yep that's that was way up there yeah i mean i was just covered in moss and lichens Ugh. and just crap yeah it was such a messy job yeah but i did it so i went up there this is funny so i do her her ipay deck mm-hmm. right and I'm washing this thing, and I'm like, Jesus, this isn't doing it. It's not doing it good enough. It's not. Mm-hmm. So I went back, and I freaking hit it again. And I'm like, there's still more spots because I'm thinking the iPad. It's such a hard wood. Mm-hmm. It just, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting the green out of it, mm-hmm. you know? So I freaking did it. I did it. And I walked away. I go, well, if, it's, if it still doesn't do it, I'll just have to do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came back the next day, and I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh, my God. I took the stain right off the iPay. I wow. went right to the natural iPay. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. And she comes out. And she goes, thank you. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm so sorry. So I want me to stain this. She goes, I hated that stain. I hated it. You did me a favor. I go, nice. are you sure? Yeah. She goes, no, I'm positive. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. I felt terrible about it. Yeah. Terrible. Oh. Oh, yeah, that yeah, stuff's yeah. beautiful though when it first goes down, and then even when it weathers, it's beautiful. You know, yeah, the gray that it that it turns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. It's expensive, but it's good. Good Bra- stuff. It's Brazilian wood, correct? I believe. Um, hmm, I don't know if it's Brazilian or not. That you know. have to pre-drill everything on. Yeah, there. oh yeah. And you make no mistake. What about your saw blades? Going through that is it? You, you go through your blades. Mm-hmm. You must. Yep, it's so hard. Yep. Yeah, it takes a lot longer to install. Yeah. But you don't have to worry about them. They're great. You know, do a lot of rot. do a lot of contractors charge by the square foot, or they charge them by the hour? You think? Uh, for a deck? Yeah, I would say probably by the square foot. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of depending hard to on the material long. that you're doing. Depending on the material you're doing. Yep. 
Mm. You know, if you go composite, it's going to take more work. You know, it's more, it's more framing, it's more labor. Um, but you know, all, all you have to do is just wash it every couple of years and that's all you have to worry about. You know, pressure treated decks are still the least expensive way to go. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you know of inventory on pressure treated right now? So far, so good. It's actually back readily available. Yep. Uh, price is still high. Yep. <laughs> yep. Shit. Yep. And like you said, the gray is very common. You know, for composite decking, so you can get a hold of that now. Uh, railings and stuff like that are still a little difficult. The is the composite decking gotten more expensive, or is it this? Has it stayed the same? A little bit more expensive. It wasn't that bad. I didn't see a huge spike, but definitely a spike in the railings and the post caps and sleeves and skirts and all that stuff and not readily available. I'm still waiting for five post caps for a deck that we finished months ago. What kind of post caps? Composite. Azek. Just waiting. Mm. And I get an update from my supplier periodically. He's like, yep, they said they still don't know when. So aspirin. When you say take an aspirin, uh-huh. it's, you know, aspirin is a company called aspirin. Okay. So it's like, but, but there's, but really technically it's another, it's another name. Yeah. You just say aspirin. Like you just said, Azac. Yeah. Right. So people now just say Azac. Yeah. Which is a name of the PVC. Correct. It's a brand. Yep. Which I tell the people that. Mm-hmm. I said, Azac, you pay, you'll spend more money on Azac than Correct. you will PVC. Right. Yes. So go buy PVC if you want. Yeah. You know, and I had to explain that today to somebody. No, it's very true. You know. Yep. So I mean, a lot of people just consider Azac is composite trim, and that's that's everything. But there's so many. You know, there's a brand called Clear K L E E R. Uh, they're less expensive as well, mm-hmm. but composite material. Mm-hmm. Um, PVC sometimes can get a little shiny, so some people don't like that. You know, where the composite is a little duller. Mm-hmm. So, I'd get it shiny because the way that UV rays kick the crap out of everything is going to take the shininess out of it after a while if you're in full sun. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, it will dull for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, Any questions? Uh, nah. I think we're good. All right. I think we. Uh, now we got a guest next week. We do. Yes, we have uh, Gene and Keith Liston. Uh, and they're with Liston Design Build. Uh, I think Marissa said they're out in Minnesota or something. Nice. that direction. Minnesota. So, yeah. So they've listened to the show. They want to come on and talk about stuff that they do, and I think it'll be interesting. That is beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So we look forward to meeting them next week. Um, we hope we have everybody return and listen as well. Oh, I got, a, oh. I got an update. Yes. Bobby McDonough is retired. <laughs> He's retired? He's retired. Okay. I hardly see him anymore. Really? Yeah. What's he doing? No idea. Oh, he's down in the basement doing something. No, no, not in the basement. All right. And he's just trying to, you know, I mean, he hung the Christmas lights and stuff like yeah. that. But, yeah. You know, we were out there on a snowstorm. How mm-hmm. you doing, Bobby? Jimmy! That's how you live. <laughs> Jimmy! He yells for me every day when, when, he's, when he sees me. Uh-huh. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's retired, and I told him to go work with his nephew. His nephew lays down stone. Ooh, he's good. He yeah. does. Yeah. yeah I remember does. you saying you, he did something for you, right? Yeah, well, yeah. he was going to, but I, oh. no, he. Um, oh, he did something for his. Yeah, did yeah. something for Bobby. Yeah, yeah, he says, yeah. Bobby, you got to work for him. Yeah, go be his laborer. You know, do it. It'll keep you young. Yeah. So I don't know what he's doing. Uh, yeah. I'll probably see him this weekend. Um, but please tell him not to give up 
you know, mowing his yard because we like those stories. He's been, he's done, now that he has the time, he yeah. clears his lawn now. Oh. I don't hear him banging oh, stuff anymore. No fun. But he said, we got ready with the generators because we oh, were going to have yeah, that yeah. high wind, the yeah, nor'easter. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Jimmy, <laughs> I ain't going to check that oil when it's running again. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> See, he figured it out. Oh, he figured yeah. it out. <laughs> He's a yeah. smart guy. I just get nervous when I hear a chainsaw in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I would too. Oh, my God. Yeah. Between him and my other neighbor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy comes out and comes out in sandals. Brett. Oh, really? Yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. A little nutty. Out of his. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Great. Uh, oh, yeah. He drank the water. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. He's. But he's good. He's an yeah. unbe- unbelievable trim guy. He can just unbelievable trim. Really? Yeah. But you nice. just. It's hard to work with. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But anyway. Yeah. I'll let you know if any trees fall down on my house or my head. I'll let you know. <laughs> Please You'll be do. the first to know. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Not sure we'll know if it hits you in the head. But. Hey. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot more of these things now. What's that? Battery-powered chainsaws. Uh, Yes. Yes. I've seen them too. And they work yeah. great. They work really well. Yeah. I'm, I was surprised when I saw one. And actually, I saw it at the tree farm this year. And the guys that were going out were just- Oh, uh, that's right. You were telling me yeah. that. Like yeah, the battery chainsaws. Yeah, taking trees down no time at all. Why not? Right, it's great. And having to start it all up the and do everything gas else and, and a little carburetor. Yeah, they have enough power to get through. You know, the, the base of a Christmas tree. So I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're gonna be cutting up a hundred foot tree with it, but no. But yeah, no, but it's good, good for it's, small trees. Yeah, for small yeah. projects. Yeah, cutting up for firewood. I have, oh, I, mean, of, I have one of those saws that's on like the long pole. Yeah. So I can get some of the, the tree limbs right up above. Gas powered. Uh, no. Battery. Really? Yeah. Works really well. Who, who makes it? I want to say it's a Black & Decker. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Who owns Black & Decker now? I don't know. There's somebody, one of those guys on them. Hmm. Every, I, all these people that know. Yeah, Black & Decker and Ryobi are owned by blah, blah, blah. And this <laughs> is on my back. And it's always yeah. changing. Yeah. It's always changing. Now owned by Tonka. <laughs> we don't care. Yeah. We just want to know if it works. Yeah. Just make it yeah, work. Just make it work. Yeah. All right, sir. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. We'll do it again next week. See you next week, babe. See you guys. All Bye. right, buddy. Bye.